from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on Sirius XM Triumph, Channel 132. A search for answers after a young American tourist mysteriously died at a luxury resort in Mexico. It was supposed to be a fun family vacation. Abby Connor and her brother both found unconscious in a hotel swimming pool. Somebody needs to be held responsible for this. Abby and Austin had been swimming at the pool, just chest-high water. It doesn't make any sense. We're lucky we didn't lose both of our kids. Austin with a concussion and golf ball-sized lump on his head. Abby with a broken collarbone, brain dead. She died in a hospital days later. Mexican officials have ruled this an accidental drowning, but that's not enough for the family. Mexican police, they say, refuse to investigate further. She was healthy, but for some reason, she drowns in a pool, waist deep. You know, all year, I look forward to the summer vacation when I can spend time with my nine-year-old twins and just be with them instead of being on a schedule where I'm racing to get them to school, then I'm racing to work, then I'm racing to pick them up. And it's, it's you know, it's a lot to get them everywhere, get me everywhere. And I look forward to that moment when we can just be together. That is what 
a family had planned. But their little girl, Abby, never made it home. She never made it home. She was found face down in a swimming pool. And I want answers. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. With me right now is Abby's dad, Bill Connor. Also with me, an incredible, incredible reporter, Raquel Rutledge from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, who has taken a hard, hard look at this and similar cases. To both of you, thank you for being with me. First of all, I want to go to Mr. Connor. What happened? Well, I wish we knew. We're trying to trying to find out or get some some type of cooperation from anybody. And uh, we're rounded back in the hotel. The owners of the hotel aren't cooperating. Um, you would think if a tragedy, something like this on their property, the first thing they would do is ask us how they can help. I, the funny thing is, I was watching GMA and through the the information they provided on the screen, I actually f- finally received a, a condolence from Arborstar, the owner. It's six months later, and I, I don't think Abby's mother has received uh, any condolences, and as well as myself, they've never reached out to us. To, Wait a minute, you so saw that on the screen on GMA where they offer their condolences? Yes. That's the first time. What is their name? What is their name? Arbor Star. Arbor Star. Arbor Star. But what, who is that? The owner of the resort? Yes, ma'am. What, what was the resort name? Uh, Pariso Del Mar. Pariso Del Mar. Cancun. Wow. I've been to Cancun diving many times, and I never really saw the beautiful beaches too much i was mostly underwater the whole time diving but the resorts there are five star i had no idea to raquel rutledge raquel what have you learned from your investigative reporting Gosh, that's a that's a big question there's um a lot that we've um little pieces that we're trying to kind of try to make sense of I mean, there are we know that um abby and her big brother austin um, were at the bar, the swim-up bar with her um, mom and stepdad, and they had just arrived. They hadn't been there very long, um, a couple of hours. And um, the Ginny and John McGowan were there, and they said they were, you know, they were going to head back to their room. They each had separate uh, hotel rooms. John and Ginny were up right up directly above Austin and Abby, and they said, you know, we'll meet you back in the lobby at seven o'clock, and we'll go for dinner. And that was at five thirty, five forty-five. It wasn't long. And they went back into the lobby uh, at 7 o'clock to wait for them for dinner. And, and, and Austin and Abby um, did not show up. And they waited for a little while, and they thought, you know, maybe there's some confusion. Oh, my stars, Raquel, the way you're saying that. I mean, how many times have I walked out the door and said to David and the twins, I'll be back in an hour. I'll see you in an hour. It might be an hour and a half. And that's what they did. That's what the mom and the stepdad did. We'll see you at dinner in an hour and a half, okay? And the two were, to my understanding, there at the poolside bar. You could order food there. And someone 
invited them to have a drink. And that is what changed everything, Raquel. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, Austin remembers, the last thing he remembers is their group of people being around doing shots and saying, hey, let's everyone do a shot. And so they did a shot collectively. And that's the last thing he remembers. Back to Bill Connor. This is Abby's dad, who is watching GMA and sees reporting on Abby's death, his little girl's death. And it is the first time Arbor Star, according to Mr. Connor, has said, I'm sorry, condolences, we wish we could help you. Nothing. That's never been communicated to him or to his knowledge to Abby's mom. But they used GMA to say that. Okay, that is neither here nor there. Bill, when did you learn that Abby had a severe blow to the head and was found unconscious face down in the pool? I guess everybody just standing around looking at her, I guess. What what did you learn? Well, Abby actually... Um, Austin had a head injury, but Abby actually ended up, um, either falling into the pool or just, uh, blacking out and, and basically I thought she had a blow. I thought she was unconscious or had a blow to her head as well. No, that's, that's been the story from day one, but the accurate piece is, is that the only thing Abby had was a, um, like a hairline fracture in her collarbone, and they said that was due to the CPR. Well, really, as uh, Raquel and I know, you don't do, you don't see, do CPR on somebody's collarbone. No, I mean just when you said that, I'm like, that's not right, right? Because I have dealt with. I, I mean, I literally can't count the number of people that I have dealt with that had CPR, and they none of them. And I prosecuted for ten years, where there's 150 new felonies twice a week. Never had a, a fractured collarbone from CPR. Never. Right. So I don't believe, right now, I don't believe that. I'll just tell you that right now. She did not get a fractured collarbone from CPR. I don't care what they're saying. Right. And and also, Nancy, if you can believe this, the uh, police department finally put out a police report five months later. And the only, mm. pe- and the only people they interviewed were the people, the security guards that pulled my kids out of the water and uh, provided some assistance. They never interviewed any of the staff, bartenders, people that were on shift that that day, none of the guests or anything else. And those guests are gone now. You're never going to be able to recreate who was... You might be able to get a guest list, but you won't know who was at the bar unless you go back through the credit card charges at that time, on that day, at that particular drink stand. That, that could be done. It'll be very time intensive, but it can be done. But let me understand something. So your boy had a blow to the head. The daughter, Abby, had a fractured collarbone. I knew she had some injury. Thank you for refreshing my recollection. And they were both face down in the pool, as I recall. Correct. What's the likelihood of that, Raquel Rutledge? Raquel... Joining me from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, I mean, let, let's just let's just hold on a moment. The likelihood that both of them have a what I consider a severe bodily injury, a fractured collarbone, and a blow to the head, and they're both face down at the same time in the same pool, having just been 
gave it a drink or had drinks with a group of unknown people there at the bar. Well, I mean, what's the likelihood of that being just a coinkydink, a coincidence? Yeah, I mean, that is that is the question. When the way the police report reads is that um, that she was face down, floating, and that he was unconscious. But he, the minute that they got to pull him, he, you know, was flailing. He was flailing. Somebody, the way the police report reads is that there was a woman, um, they said, of Spanish nationality, who alerted the uh, security folks. There was not a lifeguard. Um, on duty at the pool. There was a lifeguard uh, that was reportedly down at the beach. But this woman went and alerted the uh, the folks in the area, the, the hotel staff, and said, hey, that looks like there's some people having trouble getting out of the pool. It looks like they're, you know, they're, that's all it says. It doesn't have any details about that. But so then they report arriving there and finding her down and him down and then pulling her first and then pulling him. He was still sort of in the process of unconscious flailing. And that is the question that when people say, we've heard a lot from the resort and everybody else who's who heard this story, it's very easy to dismiss initially to say, oh, kids are drinking, they're drunk, they're drunk, they're drunk. But what always gets me is two people, and this has happened. So what I've found subsequently to this is that there are a number of couples. I mean, I've gotten dozens now of, of reports from people. Many of them are couples of different sizes different petite women with her husband who is, you know, 6'3 and 220, and they black out at the exact same time. And they come to, you know, hours later around the same time. So it is not that, that, that's what really doesn't make a lot of sense when people say, oh, they're dehydrated and the heat got them. And, you know, it's easy to drink too much and they just don't recognize how much they're drinking. That part sticks with me as not making a lot of sense when you have couples, when this, when you have this happening in pairs. Raquel, what, are your findings? What are you learning about these resorts in Mexico? Well, I mean, that's one of the, th- the themes I'm looking for as I hear from dozens of people. I'm looking for commonalities and things that I, you know, the things that are common that I do repeatedly hear is that um, the hotel staff doesn't seem to make a deal out of it, doesn't seem to respond, uh, not just at Ibero Star, but the other, I've, you know, heard from you know people that have been at Secrets and Grand Oasis and different uh, hotel chains in the region of Cancun and Playa del Carmen, which is just south of there, which is um, where Abby and Austin were. I've heard from them, and they say that, that they don't seem, they just, the common thread is that they say, oh, these people are just drunk. Leave them alone. They're fine. They're drunk, or they're drunk, but they need to go to the hospital. And there's a push to get people to the hospital. And um, as we know, the, the, well, what I learned is that the hospital is, has a contract with Iberostar in this particular case, they, their, their clinic is inside Iberostar and it is the same, um, hospital that they were, that were also taken to. So the doctor works for the, for the resort and the hospital. And so it's sort of their, their, you know, th- that relationship is something we're exploring. Ah, a symbiotic relationship. And you don't want that in connection to a potential homicide I just say that when you've got both of them, the boy and the girl, in the water, drowning after having these drinks at the pool, the parents hadn't been gone, you know, 40 minutes, if that. That is not a coincidence. That is simply not a coincidence. I want to thank both of you for being with us, Bill Connor. This is Abby's dad, along with Raquel Rutledge from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, who is investigating this.
And I can't tell you, Mr. Connor, how much we've been thinking about you and your family. I also want to thank our partner who is making our program possible today. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the very best candidates? Well, with ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with one simple click. Then, their technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anybody else. And that is why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter does not depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. As a matter of fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. No juggling emails or calls to your office. You simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. F-R-E-E. That's right, free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Nancy Grace. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Nancy Grace. One more time, to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Nancy Grace. ZipRecruiter.com. Thank you. I want to go straight back right now to Bill Connor and Raquel Rutledge. Bill, when did you first learn what had happened to Abby? I got a phone call from my son. Um, he was in the hospital and he, my phone rang and he, uh, obviously was pretty emotional. And, um, I believe it was like on a Saturday or Sunday morning and Austin told me what happened. Obviously, I was a little beside myself a little bit. And what did he say? What were his words? I know you can remember. Um, he said, Dad, um, I got to tell you something that's going to be pretty hard to, to hear. And he just said that, uh, told me about him and Abby and being at the bar. And the last thing he remembers, and he woke up in the hospital. And, and then he just told me that Abby's on life support. Mm. So when they pulled her out of the pool, obviously Abby was dead. She was already gone, but Austin was lucky enough that they pulled him out in time and he fully recovered obviously. But, um, Abby, Abby was, uh, on life support. And obviously we we're hoping that, uh, putting her in a coma might bring her back. But once I got down to Fort Lauderdale where they med flighted her into, Obviously, I, I knew the situation at that point that she wasn't coming back. So that was a that was a tough week. But I'll tell you, the, with our bike ride and the organ donation awareness, I'll, I'll tell you, Nancy, that's for some odd reason, knowing she helped four other people live, somehow that took the sting out of it that her, her life wasn't senseless the way that she left, but she was able to help somebody else in need. And I know that might sound odd, but it was something in which we, Abby was helping somebody uh, live or live a better life. That's been, uh, that's what I've been make, taking the positive out of this and, and moving forward with it. Bill, when you say she helped four people, what do you mean? What, what, what are you talking about? Well, uh, 
on my bike bike trip from Madison, Wisconsin to Fort Lauderdale, and that's a bicycle, not a motorcycle. I actually met Abby's heart recipient out uh, north of Baton Rouge on Father's Day. That in itself was something was two fathers were able to celebrate Father's Day. Uh, Lamont Jack Jr. is my daughter's heart recipient, and his new name now is Abby Jack. And I was able to hear Abby's heartbeat inside of Jack. And uh, so Jack's father and family were there, and they were able to they were able to celebrate Father's Day because Abby Jack is alive, and I was there to spend time with my daughter because that's her heart beating inside of Abby Jack. And so I was able to spend some time with Abby as well. But she donated her heart, her kidneys, pancreas, and her liver. Uh, they didn't have any matches for her other organs. And, but her lungs, they didn't get all the water out of her lungs or we would have been able to use them as well. She was a donor when she got her driver's license when she was 16. So her and I and Austin are organ donors and she made that decision on her own. And that's typical because she's always been the one that want to help people in need. Bill Connor, Abby's dad, bicycled. What would that be? How far is that? Uh, it ended up being around uh, 25, 2600 miles. I'm just imagining that moment you a, a grieving father hears your little girl's heart beating in someone else's chest i mean what went through your mind well um it was a bittersweet moment i mean obviously i'd rather have my daughter but at the same time you know that means uh that abby jack wouldn't be here and that means somebody else would be suffering so it was uh was an out-of-body experience. I have watched a video of you in your bike uniform. Believe it or not, I actually raced bicycles at one time. It seems like another life ago. And you're listening to the heartbeat with a stethoscope. You're holding a stethoscope up to Abby Jack's chest and listening. Do you remember that moment when you heard that heartbeat? Oh, yeah. And that was, uh, for me, it was, she's alive. To Raquel Rutledge from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, I can't thank you enough for what you're doing, Raquel, investigating this. What do you really believe happened from what you know now? You know, it's just too, it's too hard to say at this point. I, there's just so much more to learn and to find out and... I'm not slowing down on trying to figure out what that what what actually did happen and what is happening, what's continuing to happen to other people that are traveling there. So um, I, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not slowing down. I'm tr still trying to find out. I don't know. Raquel, um, before we forget or we don't get it out, uh, can you explain that report that you published uh, about the adulterated alcohol and that and again? It's not your report, but it's a report sure. that you, you were able to find. Sure. I mean, one of the things I have learned in doing this research is that there, the amount of alcohol, the, the consumption of alcohol in Mexico, 43% of it is produced illegally. So it's not regulated. 
And, you know, there is, and the Mexican government acknowledges that. They, this is a report from the, the, the tax administration in Mexico. So that is an avenue to, to look at is what sort of um, alcohol is being served. So that's just one more area that needs exploring. What is your word of warning, Raquel? I know you're headed straight out to work. What is your word of warning to travelers? I wish somebody had told me this before I went to Cancun. I was just, you know, fat, dumb, and happy going. I had no idea what was going on around me. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because I feel, I mean, if I say this, this is, you know, if you say, well, be careful and watch what you do. I mean, one of the women that I interviewed that was, um, that she and her husband um, had a couple of drinks and blacked out um, and were out for a number of hours and she was assaulted and he broke up, he woke up with a broken hand. Um, you know, she said, we did, we travel to Mexico regularly. We take precautions. We're careful. We don't wear jewelry. We pay attention to what we're doing. We, we go to this resort because this is, this is what we thought was the safest place, the safest way to enjoy Mexico. And so, I mean, when you say word of word of um, advice for travelers, I mean, I, I feel like I would sound um, just, that wouldn't make any sense for me to say, be careful, because in some cases, I don't, I don't know if you're going to be, you know, at a place that you expect to be safe and that, I don't know if there is a way. I don't know what you, how you could prevent something. You would not drink. You wouldn't go to an all-inclusive that offered drinks. I mean, you can't realistically watch everything that you're drinking. I mean, it's just I don't think it's possible. I mean, even if you had a beer, if you had a beer that hadn't been. Wait open. a minute. Can't. What about taking, watching when they make the drink? No. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess they could pour um, diluted or or poison into a a. A re- recognized container, Absolutely. another bottle, but yeah. And if they're getting, if they are getting adulterated alcohol, it may look to be. You wouldn't be able to recognize it necessarily. I don't think there's any way that I could sit there and tell you, even if I'm looking at directly at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Raquel Rutledge, follow her at Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Thank you, Raquel. Thank you so much, and we'll continue reading. Thank you, Nancy. Bill. If you don't mind, Bill, could I ask you a couple more questions? Sure. Could you explain to me, I guess it's just all so difficult for me to take in. See, I, I don't see it as as innocently as they had a drink with a group that they met at the pool, and then suddenly two completely healthy young people, your daughter and son, are found, and they were both face down in the pool. Yes, your son was flailing, and he managed to live. One has a blow to the head, your son. One has a fractured collarbone, and nothing unusual happened. See, I, 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 that to me, that is not a coincidence. That is foul play. I mean, if one of them had ended up in the pool, I could say, well, you know, they could have hit their head when they fe- if they fell into the pool or if there's a diving board. That could have happened. But two of them with injuries like a fractured collarbone and a blow to the head? I mean, that's just statistically, practically impossible. And add to the fact that your son has no recollection from the time he was, had taken the, offered the drink till he woke up in the hospital. Well, that seems. I mean, that's, that's not normal. That seems to be the process, though. So, from the adulterated alcohol and uh, whatever mixture they're putting into the bottles, um, that's the norm. 
that's that's the way this happens and nobody has a recollection uh, of where what and who and if you can believe this nancy you've got a five-star resort they're one of the world's largest resort owners and they have no security footage that's the statement they made the gma they have no security footage of their pools or their property is what they're telling us. You know, Bill Connor is with me, Abby's dad. Abby and her brother were found face down in a swimming pool at a five-star resort. And now we are learning that the owner says there's no security footage. Are you kidding me? I mean, you can get that with your cable company at home, and you can look at it on your, te- on your cell phone. All right, and a five-star resort says they don't have security footage of the pool? Really? And a bar? It's hard for me to believe that. And I don't think it's a coincidence that two gorgeous young people with their family, with their mom and stepdad, they're at the pool. The mom and stepdad say, okay, I'll see you in an hour and a half in the lobby for dinner, okay? They're like, fine. And they're perfectly fine then. An hour and a half later, they're both face down in the pool with a fractured collarbone, a blow to the head, and the daughter, Abby, is drowned. It's not a coincidence. So explain to me, Bill, about what investigation is being performed now. Well, the the police aren't helping. Um, 24 hours after the the incident, uh, my son Austin and their stepdad John went to the police department and the police told them there's no reason to file a report. It was an accident. They hadn't talked to anybody at the hotel. They hadn't do they have hadn't done any um, investigation or anything. And so we um, you know, we knew what we were up against. And obviously since then the amount of people that we've talked to, um, it's a tough hole. It's not, it's a, and, you know, and I want to make sure that I'm not, I'm not saying it's everybody in Mexico. I don't think, I don't think the Americans are the only ones that they target. I think this has been, this has been happening for a long time. This is just something when uh, this incident happens and the travelers that go back to where they live outside of Mexico, the difficulty with the judicial system, the difficulty with getting any cooperation, just leads people to give up. And I'm not going to let I'm not going to let this go. And it's just a part of Abby and I, with what the work we did for organ donation awareness. This is our second cause. We need to shed some light on this because it's been going on for too long. And everybody goes home; it stays local. This is something that this, this isn't just this hotel. It's happening everywhere. And this kind of stuff happens in the United States, but the judicial system behind it in the United States, at least you get some, you get some um, justification. But down in Mexico, you like, you need to know people you need to, you can't, you can't trust or go through the, the normal judicial system. It doesn't, it doesn't work. You know, when I first learned about that, Bill, is when, um, I mean, I tried cases and 
put bad guys away for 10 years and then covered cases for longer than that. But when I spoke to the parents of Natalie Holloway, and I heard what they went through to try and deal with the police in Aruba to try to help find their daughter. I was just knocked out. I mean, I had been dealing mostly with cases within the U.S., but when you're trying to deal with a whole different police a law enforcement system and judiciary. Oh, I mean, it's like you set foot down at the airport and you look out and you're like, now what do I do? Have you been down there? No, I I won't go down there. It's a uh, father being on the grounds where my daughter died. Wouldn't be a good thing for me. You know, that's interesting that you say that bill because people have asked me a million times, have you gone back to the scene where your fiance was murdered? And I just looked at him like, no. And I haven't read the trial transcript and I didn't read the appeal because that would throw me into a depression, a fit. I can't even tell you if I had to relive all that. I, I just, I, I can't be that person for my twins. I, I won't be able to put one foot in front of the other. Right. People don't get it when you say, no, I haven't gone back to the pool where she died. Of course you haven't. Well, I went to the hospital. Um, My bike ride ended at the hospital in Fort Lauderdale that took care of my daughter. And so. God bless them. What hospital was that? Broward Medical Center. Mm -hmm. I'm very familiar with it. It's it's Uh, an awesome place. Yeah, we, uh, I even went up to the ICU and visited where they had her, where they had Abigail. And I spent a week with her prior to obviously saying our goodbyes. And I was able to meet the doctors and give them, you know, just, it was good to see them again. And obviously, uh, it's a part of healing and, and at the same time, uh, it was a catch-22 because, you know, that ride f- finished. And then now this is in my crosshairs. This is something in which, you know, this isn't just about Abby. Um, this isn't just about us. This is about the other people as well that have lost people in the same manner and have gotten no justice. And so we are carrying the torch, not only for us, but also for all the other people that have, have gotten no answers and uh, obviously just went home and, and just threw their hands up and gave up. We're, we're here to, to shine a bright light on this, and it needs, it needs some attention, and it needs to stop. You know, both of them also, I've, I've read, were very strong swimmers. Is that true? Oh, yeah. They grew up in a lake. They know how to swim. And, and if you think about it, my son's 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, my daughter's 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, and they're in a waist-deep, not even a chest-deep pool. And they drown. It wasn't even chest-deep? No. They're, they're in a poolside bar. Oh, my stars. I, I was just at a place with the twins where the pool, nowhere in the pool was over five feet. Nowhere in the pool was over five feet. I don't know what and, what the minimum was, but I mean, they're in a poolside bar. Their report said that my kids were three times the legal limit in Wisconsin. 
And of course, being there less than two hours, there's no way either one of them could ingest that much alcohol. There's no way. And so the only thing that makes sense is the alcohol. There had to be something in that, and it's either white lightning or methanol. It's what they say that they do. And so they pour out half the bottle, they pour in their concoction, and then obviously they serve it. And that's and you, and when uh, Raquel was talking about people that had one or two drinks or three drinks, and then all of a sudden you either become violently ill or you black out, that's exactly what happened. Now, when they got to the adulterated alcohol along their less than two hour stay, I don't know, but both of my kids, like you were saying, for both of them to be face down in a pool, there's something absolutely wrong. Especially a pool that they could stand up in. The whole thing. There was no deep end. And let's say, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's give the hotel the benefit of the doubt. Okay, they were. Well, guess what? You're responsible for your patrons and you overserved my kids. I, I just don't believe that they could get to that point and that amount of time. The mom left them was only away, probably was not even away from them 30, 40 minutes before this happened. She was only, she was supposed to meet them in an hour, an hour and a half max. So all this has happened in less than an hour. I, I don't, I don't see it. I just don't right. see it. So when right. you're saying you're not getting anywhere with law enforcement in Cancun, what do you mean by that? Well, it's not the law enforcement. It's the hotel. The hotel. Okay. All right. It's, yeah. But excuse my language, but I don't. I don't give a crap about the the police anymore. They're they're local. They're they they're better off to do what they're supposed to do. I mean, um, but the hotel in itself, um, they they wouldn't let the the lawyer on their property. They, they didn't reach out to help. They didn't come out. I mean, the normal thing would be is, I'm sorry for the, you know, we want to help. Man, they sure reached out to GMA, though, you know, to try to reach a couple of million Americans who were watching GMA every morning. Take a listen to ABC's Good Morning America. It was at the Iberostar Paraiso Resort in Playa del Carmen where Abby Connor was found floating in a pool and her brother got a concussion. He doesn't remember what happened and there were reportedly no cameras. But this morning, their family questioning if tainted alcohol at the resort could have contributed to the tragedy. And now other American families are coming forward. I thought I was dying. Jamie and Rick Valerie stayed at another resort in 2015. The couple telling the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel they both blacked out after a I few drinks from the resort's beach bar. Um, I thought I was dying because I couldn't get out of whatever state of mind I was in. You just you couldn't wake up. Um, I remember thinking, how are my six kids going to find out? You know, and what's going to happen to them? They say the hotel ignored their complaints. They thought they were drugged. My hands broken. And she's just like, oh, no, 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 that doesn't happen here. We, we, we've never had any, anything like that go on. Responding to Abby Connor's death, the Iberostar's parent company telling the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, we only purchase sealed bottles that satisfy all standards required by the designated regulatory authorities. We are deeply saddened by this incident and reiterate our deepest sympathies and condolences to the family. I believe the resorts are trying to hide the fact that the dangers exist. 
Maureen Webster created the website Mexico Vacation Awareness about the potential risks when traveling to these resorts after her 22-year-old son Nolan's unconscious body was pulled from a waist-deep resort pool and he later died. She says a nurse tried to help her son, but the hotel doctor pulled him away, saying he was just drunk, which Webster denies. All the cases that I've received on my website, the resorts are quick to blame the guests. I promise I'm not stopping until something changes. Webster says she started the website around the same time TripAdvisor, a travel site used by nearly 400 million visitors each month, refused to publish her reviews, saying it did not meet requirements. TripAdvisor telling ABC News, our guidelines state that every review must be based on a first-hand experience and relevant to other travelers. It's important that anyone who suspects foul play or illegal activity contact the local authorities. But the Valerie's this morning say no review will convince them to return to Mexico. There is physical and emotional consequences that um, will never be able to leave us. And we should tell you, the State Department's latest travel notice on travel to Mexico makes no mention of concern for vacationers at all-inclusive resorts. Meanwhile, the family of Abby Connor told us overnight many people have reached out to them with their own stories that their greatest hope is that together they will finally get answers and help keep this from happening again. Yeah, we George. should hope so. Okay, Gio, thanks very much. So your theory is, from what I'm understanding, that it's bootleg booze. Well that the hotel you think may have poisoned her with cheap homemade alcohol alcohol that they substitute at the bars, I guess is a money-saving measure, but why? Well, they make more money. And like Raquel said, that seems to be, you know, the, the open door here. And, and that's what she's going she's gonna to keep digging. And, and it's just a part of, again, um, it's 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 the only trail that that right now that we're we're following and it's a part of that's the part that it seems that it seems to be obvious because Raquel as well as myself are receiving messages from people all over the world and you know in their experiences there's so many people out here that are uh, embarrassed to come forward because the same thing happened to them i mean you i mean it, it's just it's some seeps, it seems to be the norm. Uh, Arborstar put a statement out that they buy their liquor from the normal distributors um, and they have sealed bottles. So, it, all right, that's normal. So what's going on is ha it has to be on the premises. And the other thing is, which, which bothers me, I've got 20 bucks that says, the corporate, the corporate office in Spain had no idea about Abigail May Connor drowning in their pool until five months later until Raquel showed up on their doorstep. I think you may be right about that. They don't even know what's going on in their, in their, their facilities. You know, I think that's very, very incriminating is that your son, Austin, who had the forehead injury and the severe concussion, the last thing he remembers he doesn't remember getting into the pool. He doesn't remember falling into the pool. The last thing he remembers before waking up in an ambulance is being invited to have one shot of Jägermeister mixed with Red Bull by a group of guys at the bar. One drink. He was invited to have the drink. That's the last thing he remembers. Right. That's not right. Right. 
He does not remember having the drink. He does not remember walking to the pool. Nothing. The next thing he remembers, he's in the ambulance. So where do we go from here? Well, I, what we do is we keep shining the light on this. Uh, thank God we've got Raquel. Um, 43% of alcohol consumed in Mexico is produced illegally. Yep. I think Raquel mentioned that. 43% from the Mexico Tax Administration Service. Yep. That's nearly half the alcohol in Mexico. Isn't that crazy? Is illegal. Isn't that crazy? Yes. And then, you know, teens scrubbed in sunshine or people on family vacations go down and allegedly get this moonshine and your daughter ends up dead. Tell me what keeps you going when you wake up in the morning, when you put your feet on the floor. Tell me, Bill Connor, what keeps you going? Well, Abby and I are, are going to, and her mother and our family are going to find out what happened. And that's going to obviously shine a light on what has happened to other people besides us. There's a lot of people that have been lucky enough to walk away from this, but there's too many of us or too many of people of the people that have died. And we need to keep cracking the door. We need to keep pushing back um, because I can tell you the way she died, she didn't get a choice to do it. And so what we need to do is to focus in finding this answer and exposing the people that need to be exposed and have them judicially uh, taken care of. So, Bill, what is your message to our listeners today on Sirius XM? Well, my message is, you know what? Um, Again, we're not saying everybody in Mexico does this. All I'm saying is what happened to my daughter, what seems to be the crack in the door, and when Mexico puts out a report that there's resorts and bars with 43% of them with adulterated alcohol, no matter where you go, you never go there alone. Whatever you do, you do not go there alone. You need to take care of each other. You need to watch out for what's going on and you need to be careful. Bill, since Abby's drowning, do you believe you have felt her presence at all with you? Oh, Nancy, on my bike ride, my hair is standing up right now. I know Abby's with me. The signs on my bike ride and with animals and it's it's something I can't explain, but I, she was with me. I didn't worry about one one thing on my ride. I knew she was taking care of me. I knew I was going to get here. She was going to make sure that I got here because we have more work to do. And so our cause is to save other lives, not only through organ donation, but also through this incident in Mexico. We're going to find out who and what. It's going to be exposed. We're going to get to the bottom of it. I believe Abby's, I know Abby's got our back, and we're going to save other lives. That's what we're here for. Bill Connor, just God bless you is all I can say. God bless you and Abby. And we're behind you 200%. Anything we can do to help you and your cause, 
please call on us. Bill, thank you. Nancy Grace, signing off. Goodbye, friends. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.